everyone. Welcome back to Reality 2.0. I am Catherine Druckmann. Doc Searles is traveling and having an interesting life this week, unlike Sean and I. <laughs> so no grown-ups. No grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The grown-up has, has, has left us alone, and uh, we're going to have fun. So not that we don't have fun with Doc here. It's also fun, but we're going to have a different kind of fun that involves... Um, Far less intellectualism. <laughs> No, that's not true. Okay, maybe it's true. So I, as you may have guessed by now, Sean Powers has joined me for this episode this week. I, I might link to your tweet for some context, but basically Sean and I had a conversation last week because we're both playing around with some personal projects that we want to put on the internet yeah, and a website. So I actually, last weekend, I redid my personal site. For a long time, I had just had a static site and I decided to revisit WordPress because it's been a while. I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but but what we really want to talk about is why we love static websites and static website generators. So as part of this conversation that Sean and I were having, I threw out the idea of using Hugo to generate a static site and Sean loves it. So uh, you know, maybe maybe you can tell us a little bit more so, about what you wanted it for and what you're doing. Yeah, I'm going to shamelessly plug why I, I even was trying to set up a website. So I'm doing this uh, 90 days of mayhem.com and basically I have to make a video every day for 90 days, which happens to be through the end of 2022. Uh, and I, that seemed like a good reason to have a website, you know, to like a central landing place because it's not all on my YouTube channel. You know, it could be a TikTok video. It could be a alternate YouTube channel video anyway I just want to have a central uh clearinghouse that's the that's the phrase see how intellectual we can be without doc um and i i wanted it to be easy because i'm lazy and so because i didn't want to do work i spent half a freaking day trying to get like uh like they make uh flat file database content management systems i don't you've probably seen some of them like grav is one of them and and there's like there's like 17 of them that are named simple CMS or some variety of like super simple <laughs> CMS. I mean, there's Easy, just get things on the web. <laughs> yeah. And they're <laughs> all, they're all like, Oh, flat file, easy to, you know, just a folder full of files. And like I said, I spent half a day trying to get them going. And then like half the time they you can't like, like customize. I don't know. It just sucked. It was horrible. Yep. So at the end of the day, I just did what I should have done in the first place. Well, for that day, what I should have done in the first place. And I should, I just installed a WordPress site, right? I didn't want to have to spin up a database just for a stupid, like 90 day website, but I did. And I found a, you know, I hunted way too long for a theme that I thought looked okay. And it looked fine. It wasn't great. And I put it up, but then I was whining about it, you know, in, in one of our like little <laughs> uh, private group chats and, and Catherine's like, Oh, that sounds like something you should use Hugo for. And I'm like, I tried all the stupid like flat file database and she's like oh no no this is a oh, what, what is it what is the term it's a static site generator yeah that, that's the thing yes. and i'm like I don't, I don't know what that even means and so i googled it like any nerd would do and oh my goodness is it freaking awesome it literally it literally just makes a folder full of html files and pictures and your entire site looks like it's this dynamic content management system um it's just so cool. It is. And there's theming so, and yeah. So let's talk about a couple things. All One right. is why is it perfect for a blog or a very simple blog? Two, what's so great about static websites? I have thoughts, but let's, I want to hear yours. Um, 
I like it for the simple blog because at the end of the 90 days, it's literally a folder that will work forever in it. You know, it doesn't have to change. It doesn't have to, I don't have to query a database. I don't have to, you know, make sure the database is kept up to date. I don't have to like update my PHP stuff. It's just HTML files. There's nothing to hack. There's nothing to keep updated. It's just like perfect forever. And that, that means I can be ultimately lazy and uh, just put it in a folder somewhere and be happy. Um, yeah, you never have to worry about, oh, that yeah. five-year-old WordPress site. I forgot about that. I wonder how many security updates there have been. Well, and that's the thing. And it kind of goes into your <laughs> second question. Like, you know, why, you know, what is it and why, why is it beneficial? I think that's it, right? I mean, not only do I not have to worry about like, oh, wait, what database server was this on? And, you know, do I have credentials to... You know, do, you, do my database credentials work on a secondary server? Does it have to be on the same server? You know, what if I, you know, what if it migrates to another one of my VM platforms? How do I make sure that I don't lose connection to the database? But yeah, also the security things. I mean, uh, you know, when there's no SQL to inject, you don't have to worry whether or not, you know, you're vulnerable. Did I mention it's just HTML files? <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, you build, okay, that's not true. That's not true. The whole Hugo infrastructure, I guess, is this folder structure and there's like config files and they're either TOML or YAML or, you know, and then the actual posts are uh, written in markup or markdown, not markup in markdown, just, you know, .md files. And um, so you create your site that way, but then you build it. It generates a folder, literally a folder called public. And then it's full of the HTML files with folders and images and CSS and all that stuff that you need to make for the site to render. And then you can take the, that public folder and put it on your web server. I actually don't build it on my web server. I build it on my local computer, and then I rsync the stuff over to my web server. So, <laughs> and there are a lot of really kind of nifty things you can do. Also, I mean, it's really, really, really easy to integrate with GitHub Pages. Um, yeah, which I a think lot makes of people it do great that. for like a little open source project. Maybe you've got going. You want to promote. Yeah, because you can literally just like. Uh, so like you, you do it locally. I mean, it's, it, it, it is a GitHub repository, right? Your, your website becomes a, a, a repo and then you make your changes. You execute Hugo. Like that's literally the command line that does the generation of the static part. And so you run Hugo and then, yeah, you get push and it goes to GitHub and apparently magic. Yeah. And then it's already deployed. Right. Uh, so your whole website is is deployed because I, I'm assuming I'd have never set up a Google or a GitHub pages or whatever it is website, but you just tell it what folder to serve out of. And I assume because that's how Hugo works and you can manage it. Like there are backends for managing like the, the markdown files and stuff. I mean, there's no, there's no fancy, like how you have to create them and stuff. You just literally make sure you're creating them in the content folder, uh, in the, proper way you know they do have like each markdown page has like a header with information for hugo so it knows what to do with it like should this page have a table of contents for your whole site or should it not and there's a bunch of things that you configure um but you can manage those pages with whatever tool you want um there is one i think you mentioned it maybe somebody else i, I googled a lot so i don't remember oh, uh, how for, much for us Forest, yeah, that was that was one of them. Yeah, like forestry.io yeah. or something or forest.io. Yeah, you it's a back-end nice admin interface for for, you know, creating a a real quote-unquote real CMS that will generate 
that will connect to Hugo and generate your nice static pages. And then you still don't have to worry about people trying to log into your WordPress site. Yeah. And there are, so there are things that a dynamic site will get you, you know, that's, that's nice. Uh, comments. If you want people to comment, obviously if it's a static site, what, what are they going to do? But well, you could, you could have comments on a Hugo site. Uh, Good. So what there's there's tons of ways you can integrate comments using something like discuss dis discuss whatever that site is, mm -hmm. um, or if you wanna if you don't want them to host it, there's like some cacti program not cacti that's the graphing tool it's like cactus something where you actually host a matrix server and the comments become like a chat on the matrix server that you're hosting. Uh, and then it just, you know, the static site points each post to the proper place and the comments actually take place over on the matrix server, but they appear and render on the static site because it just pulls that information from somewhere else. So, I mean, it kind of sounds like you're taking the wonders of a static site and making it dynamic. But again, the site itself is still, you know, still static. So I don't know. I just, I just liked it. Yeah, it's great. I So it's been, oh gosh, it's probably been a few years since I played with it. I first played with it because somebody mentioned it over lunch at DrupalCon. And I don't remember what we were talking about, but I remember, you know, obviously Drupal isn't the best solution for every single type of site, right? And so sometimes you want to create something simple. And, and this person I talked to was really enthusiastic about Hugo. So I thought, well, I should go home and give it a try. And it was so easy. I had something up so quickly yeah. Um, I, I didn't actually have a use for it particularly. I just was playing, but, but yeah, it was fantastic. It was, um, it was kind of eye opening. <laughs> like, wow, could, could the making websites really be this easy? It's cool. Um, and yeah. And it comes with a built-in server, which I, some people actually use the built-in server to host the web page. Uh, I, that, I, I don't like that idea. Um, but what the, so you type like Hugo serve and then it will serve on local host port. 1313 or 1717 whatever port um so you see what the completed copy of or the completed website will look like once it's generated and if you make changes the server watches for changes on files and updates the site that you're looking at in real time and so it's basically like while you're editing whatever updates you want to your page you can run hugo serve see the you know what it's going to actually look like and then when you're happy with it you just type Hugo and it will export the static site that will actually go live wherever you're hosting it from. So it's, it's, you don't have to like, keep like, okay, I think I got that export, send it to the website, look, see how it looks. You know, you get like this real time, how things are going. It literally changes, refreshes the page itself. If you make a change in a markdown file, it'll change, you know, on the screen. So it's a, it's a convenient way to make changes and not have to, like I said, go through the process of like exporting and uploading and then looking you know, every time you make a change, you get to see the changes in real time. And I feel like, like, uh, I'm trying to sell it and I'm not, it was just really cool. And it, it, while it's so incredibly can be so incredibly complicated, all the things you can do, it doesn't have to be, you know, I just got like a really simple template that came with, is it template? Is that the word? Yeah, I guess so. Template that, uh, was available and, you know, I made a couple changes to the included config file, uh, that, you know, the template came with and, the site was was great you know i didn't have to i didn't have to do anything with css or html and i mean back in the day uh, catherine is literally you i would message periodically when i was you know i worked at a school <laughs> district and i'm like okay and it was literally a drupal site um and i'm like okay 
can you go to this website and I'd give you a link and I'd say, see how that looks stupid? <laughs> how, <laughs> how do I make CSS make this not look stupid? And you would like say, oh, change this to this. And I did and it would be fine. Uh, thankfully, uh, you, yeah, um, I did not have to contact you one time uh, with this Hugo site. <laughs> it was, the yeah. theme was well, pretty clean. Uh, yeah, part of it is the, the sort of out of the box, ready-made templates, themes, whatever your, whatever your tool you're using calls them, but there are so many good ones and it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, there are. With a static site, don't you, don't you kind of feel like, oh, what am I looking for? You're less concerned with using the wrong template or theme from the wrong source. Or yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. I, again, I, I've said it 18 times now. It just, it's a folder of HTML files. I mean, that's literally yeah. all it is. And yeah, it uses JavaScript, but I mean, it, it's just, you know, your server is just hosting HTML. In fact, I turned off um, on this virtual host, you know, 90daysofmayhem.com. I literally turned off PHP because I didn't need it anymore, right? I mean, I, I don't need anything but the ability to serve out HTML. And that's it, which is just really awesome. I mean, you could you could add some JavaScript if you wanted. Yeah. Oh, it, it uses JavaScript to. on the whole thing. I mean, yeah, if you go to the site, it is like all sorts of... I mean, you don't nifty have to. things. No, no, but I mean the yeah, the very very simple JavaScript free site if you wanted. Yeah, the theme or the template, whichever the term is in Hugo, uh, uses JavaScript pretty heavily. Um, but I mean, I don't have to. I don't have to render yeah, PHP. Have, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Or connect to a database or any of those. Yeah, yeah. Things. It's just pretty slick. Yeah, so, so I oh, and fast. That's the thing too. So mm -hmm. fast. Yep, that's what I was you know, on my next. Thing yeah, I was going to mention. There's no database calls. There's no nothing. And. Uh, I use for my web server use Caddy, which is not super popular, but I love Caddy as a as a web server just on a Linux box. Um, the thing I really like about it is it does SSL certs automatically. Like if you set up a virtual host, and Caddy will just do everything. It will uh, fetch, install, and keep updated. You don't have to run CertBot or anything like that. Uh, it's just built into this super fast and efficient web server caddy. So because uh, Hugo just exports HTML, you know, you don't have to worry about what that looks like as far as like, uh, you know, is it secure? Is it not secure? What about, you know, is it going to redirect to this or that? I just do all that with my web server and it's just, it's just HTML in a folder. <laughs> I know it's blissful. So that's, so that's, you know, I went back to WordPress last weekend just because I wanted to play with WordPress because I hadn't in so long. And I felt like I don't remember how to, I don't remember how to internet. And uh, so I decided to spin up a little WordPress and it was also very, very quick and easy, obviously. It is. Yeah. It's great user-friendly piece of software. Um, but, and I'm probably, you know, Full disclosure, I'm probably going to add one of those little static site generator plugins eventually because it's, it's kind of nice. Because already I'm getting so many of these, um, uh, you know, stats, notices on my dashboard saying how many people tried to log into my site. Come on. Really? I've had a static site there for so long because, again, I got sick. I, I just didn't want to deal with any software updates or, yeah. you know, I didn't post new content enough to need any kind of real CMS. So I just, you know, I literally just had a static HTML website as my personal site for the last several years. And I would just manually add stuff as necessary because I, I wasn't writing blog posts or, or doing any of that over there. And, and so it just wasn't necessary. So now I'm remembering, oh, right, this is what it's like to have uh, that type of live personal site. <laughs> it's not super, 
Yeah, you know, and super convenient. And because I tend to, you know, get down, go down rabbit holes with this sort of a thing, I'm thinking, oh, I could move like my main WordPress site, you know, brainofshawn.com. I could, I could convert that to a Hugo site because there's ways, you know, you use like you said, the simply static plugin for WordPress where you convert it to a static site and then you convert all that into markdown files. And it's possible to do. Um, I, it's, it's, it feels like a lot of work, right? My blog's been around since like 2005. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work. So I probably am not going to do that. I'll just keep maintaining the site. And also, I don't know how my podcast would work because my podcast is hosted on there. Uh, well, blogcast, whatever you call it, where I read my blog posts. Yeah, all um, it's, all, you know, it's with a plugin and I don't, I don't know. So I, I, yeah, I, no, I, I no longer want to do that, but. It's always a different question when you're talking about starting a new thing from scratch yes rather than migrating an old an old thing especially something that's been around that long um yeah my migrating can be painful and <laughs> i was impressed too all about that so when I, when I was looking at like the flat file database versions of cms you know like grab and stuff like that the thing is i don't think they scale well i mean the reason we use like mysql is because it's performant and it can scale and that sort of a thing but if the flat file database, it's still, you know, querying a text file, you know, every time it like dynamically builds the page. And I think that not only wouldn't it scale well, but I, I don't, I don't think that has the same uh, sex appeal as, you know, a statically generated folder full of HTML. I feel like mm -hmm. I'm pressuring you to name the podcast folder full of HTML. <laughs> I think I might. Yeah. I think that's the title. Oh, because it's, HTML. Oh, it's just so. so fast and so simplistic. And yeah, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. And I heard it's of the lazy person's way to make a website really, because then, you, you know, if you forget to yeah. check on it for a little while, it's going to be just fine. And you know how to back it up the same way you back up any other file, because whether it's the Hugo repository or I they probably have a special name for like the folder full of Hugo stuff, the website, uh, that's just config files and markdown files and images, right? So, I mean, you just back that up with uh, whatever you would back up other stuff and the statically generated website. I mean, you technically don't have to back it up as long as you're backing up your Hugo folder because you can, you know, recreate it at any moment. Um, but there's no database to worry about backing up. And, you know, I've made videos on how to make snapshots and backups of databases, but it's, you know, another step and it's like uh, restoring it as a pain and, and all that stuff. Whereas just a bunch of text files, pretty awesome. It is very awesome. So, you know, I kind of thought maybe we would go into, so what is it not good for? And obviously like we wouldn't have made Linux journal with Hugo. That would have been weird and not the right tool for the job. I've been reading a lot about headless CMSs and, you know, I've, well, I've participated <laughs> in creating headless CMSs. And, you know, again, there are, there are um, so many different solutions there, depending on what the type of work that you're doing. But it just seems to me that this solves a specific type of problem that a lot of different applications have, right? So a personal blog. A, a project site, a temporary site, something that's going to change a lot in, you know, for a certain period of time, for example, 90 days, yeah. <laughs> like yours, it's going to change quite a bit in that time. But then after you're done with it, do you expect to update it or won't it just be an archive? Yeah, it's going to be an archive. I'm literally going to put it in a folder, uh, you know, like yeah. 2022, maybe I'll do it again next year. Maybe I won't. And, but and yeah. that, that's a really common use case events. Um, 
I don't know, elections, Um, you know, lots of things happen for, you know, there's a lot of activity for a very brief period of time. And then you want to just park it. Now you could do that obviously with a CMS and you could, you could, you know, convert it to static at the end of it, but why not start? Yeah. I, and I, what I don't know is how, how well it scales. I, I suspect it scales better than like a flat file database, you know, CMS would scale, but I don't know. I mean, you mentioned, you know, we wouldn't have done Linux journal on it. I wonder if we had to start from scratch, how, you know, at what point does it not make sense? I I think there are definite use cases that are not good and that would be multi-users. I mean, this is a, this is a one person. Mm -hmm. I mean, you certainly could accept, you know, like uh, posts or articles in Markdown and put them in the appropriate place. And I guess you maybe could share a GitHub repo and, and manage the sites with, you know, commits and pulls and pushes. And I just, I don't know. I mean, so maybe it would scale that way, but um, it feels like a multi-user environment begs for something with, you know, a database and, and that sort of a thing where you're going to want it. People are going to need to change their passwords for security sake and that sort of thing. This doesn't have, this doesn't have passwords, right? The only security on the content creation part would be, you know, if it's, if it's a Git repo, I guess that would be the, it's treated like source code. Mm-hmm. I think actually, as I recall, the original reason I heard about this was somebody who did a lot of, let's say, small web, web development work in addition to more complex web development work. And it was, you know, creating brochure sites for small businesses, for example, Oh yeah. not, you know, major enterprise gazillion dollar sites. Um, and in that case, that's where something like forestry, forestry.io comes in because it, you can, you can hand this over to a completely non-technical person that doesn't know how to write in Markdown or, you know, even know what GitHub is, right? So you can create a site for a client, for example, if you're a developer who does that kind of work. Um, and it's, it works perfectly well for that too, because then they have this nice little user interface log in, write their thing. Very simple and clean from what I understand. I've never actually tried it myself, but uh, I know it's quite popular and I've looked at the demos. And yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it's interesting. I, I I don't follow people doing this type of work as much anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what's out there and what, you know, what, what tools are, are very popular today. But I don't know, it's if I were, this would be a, a place that I think I would start yeah, what you know, the next time I have to create a website, whatever it's for, I'm going to at first run through my head, okay, does it make sense to do this with Hugo? And there's a there is a kind of a I mean, it's easy to start, but to make something as beautiful and elegant as a, you know, a pre-made WordPress theme, if there are pre-made again, I don't remember if it's templates or or themes with Hugo, but they still require um some work to make them exactly how you want. And I guess that's true with WordPress too, you know, configuration, this configuration, that, but the configuration is done in a config file. Um, and if you want to get, you know, uh, more elaborate than the, than the template provides, you know, you have to actually start doing some code. Uh, but, but if you're a developer, that, that that's your that's your yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know. Front end developer, this is perfect. Yeah, I wonder if there, you know, there's like paid WordPress themes, right? I mean, I literally bought a paid WordPress theme. You know, I own Generate Press. It's a very simple WordPress theme uh, because I wanted 
all the professionalism that comes with paying for a product. You know, I didn't want to tweak it for, you know, six weeks only to have it break if I upgrade. And <laughs> so, um, you know, I paid for that. I don't know if that exists for the Hugo environment or not, but anyway. Oh, I'm sure it does. It must. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I, I, I think the, I think what you what you said a second ago though is is kind of spot on. It's, it's my thought process anyway. It's like you you might now want to start with, but if I can avoid using a database, yeah, <laughs> maybe I should just try that, right? And and not that it's difficult. Why put that vulnerability out there? Yeah, yeah, and like you know, when I was talking about you know, does does this user that's asking accessing the database, you know, does that user have access from this particular? network address uh what happens if it moves can it reach it i mean all of those things are if you just have one small site in the the database is on the same server as the web server you know it's a little simpler but i don't know it's still such a pain to do all that stuff and keep it updated that's that's really the the unpleasant part yeah and can i just point out also in your case, you have a lot of websites going on. You have a lot of stuff going on. I, what is the tool? I can't remember the the thing that you use to generate your your sort of a online bio. Link. Yeah, yeah, that's called Little Link, um, and it's Little actually Link. it's on the Techno Tim. He's a, another YouTuber in his GitHub repository. He's actually Little Link is like this uh, JavaScript, I'm sure tool to create one of those little like mobile friendly everything sites. It's SeanPowers.com with a zero for the O, and um, he wrapped it inside of a simplistic web server. So it's a Docker container now. So it literally, you just like edit environment variables and spin up the Docker container and it runs, you know, and then I just use caddy to reverse proxy. So I get SSL on it. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those, it just generates a static site, you know, when it, with the config file. So, yeah. So, okay, I'm going to go look. Sorry, we're going to have, we're, we're shifting the focus now, <laughs> apparently, to uh, Sean Powers has a lot of sites. I'm pulling up seanpowers.com at the moment. Okay, For, since this is not a visual, sadly. Well, um, we can, well, we can provide links. Yeah, we can provide links. Yeah, and then, we can uh, provide links. And I'll give the, you know, I'll make sure that you can put the link to Techno Tim's um, GitHub repo where he hosts the Docker version of it because that's really so, simplistic. Where I'm going with this though, is that so you are, you're a creator, you're a creative guy. I've known you a long time and yeah. you're, you are a creator. It is what drives you. You create a lot of things. You write, you, you talk, you, you record video, you do all sorts of things, right? So you have, let's see, one, two, okay. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, a store, Patreon, which you also actually post to Patreon, which not yeah. everybody does. Discord, a newsletter, a comic, a blog, um, yeah, that's it. So, I mean, so you're managing a ton of stuff. You're managing all these different platforms, which all have their own little idiosyncrasies and need to, you know, uh, content formatted in a certain way or, yeah. you know, styled. And, and so you're putting out all of this massive amount of content, which is challenging to everyone. And you're also running the technology behind it. So, so let's just quickly, <laughs> I'm, you know, because seriously, this is actually, a, I think, something that I think a lot of people would be curious about. Um, so, okay, we've already established, so this, this new project actually isn't linked here because it's not a dedicated, it's, it's a temporary thing, right? Yeah, like, I guess where, I could put it there. Find that? Uh, uh, but we would find it linked from your blog, probably maybe your Patreon. Uh, I, you, you bring up a good point. I haven't put it in lots of places. <laughs> okay. Well, but 90, day, solved, no. 90 days of mayhem.com. Yeah. Nine zero, okay, 90 days of, nine zero days of mayhem.com. 
So you've got that, and that's that is now a Hugo site. It is, and it's the fastest of all the sites uh, that I that I host. Uh And you know what? I probably uh, you don't have to. You click on it, and boom, it's it's there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So let's talk about the tools that you do do use for these other things. Yeah. So and I hadn't thought about it. You're doing a lot of stuff here. I do WordPress for most things, right? Like so, I have um my bigroundworld.com is hosted on WordPress right now, but that is kind of the perfect, like absolute perfect thing for a static site generated place because there's no comments on it. I don't think I don't even have comments turned on. You know, it's, it's just a place to host the comments. And if there's not uh, a prebuilt theme slash template for uh, a comic, you know, a web cartoon kind of thing, that would mm-hmm. seem like something that would be pretty easy to make. The only thing that I really want is something where I can click like a random button and have it go somewhere mm-hmm. random. It seems like that would be something that could be done. I don't know. I have to look into that. Um, yeah, it can't be that difficult. And then I have, yes, yeah, so I have the comic. Um, my blog, brainofshawn.com is on WordPress, and that'll probably stay there because that's so, yeah. so big and old. I although I kind of want to just for for nostalgia even just remember how to use wordpress sort of but kind of how i felt but that thing weird thing i just i feel like it's a basic skill one should have it's been moved it's been moved so many times and the database has been you know i've I've taken a snapshot and re-imported a database on so many different servers and now i'm hosting it myself and you know i hadn't been hosting it for a long time um it doesn't do auto updates on plugins anymore i have auto update turned on and if you like, if you follow me on Twitter, I actually posted a screenshot every now and then because I find it so amazing. It's like, this will auto update automatically in eight years. So I don't, at some point, the database must have like not formatted correctly yeah. during an upgrade. And it thinks that the date of now and the date of when it will update is eight years away. So if I don't ever manually update plugins, uh, my website won't update huh. automatically. Well, now you've just shared that vulnerability with everyone. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> I, I, I already did on Twitter. But I some kind soul who's listening is going to be like, oh, Sean, I know exactly why that is. Yeah, and I you know, know. Email email Sean. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I know a guy who like does WordPress for a living and he's like, oh yeah, that's, it's a weird thing in a, in a database. Uh, they make plugins to like, I don't remember the terminology he used, but it was like zap the gremlins, but that's not the terminology. Um, but it should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> where like there's this weird like date field or something. I don't know, but I, I haven't okay, fixed well, it yet. Eventually. Yeah. And then I like have a review site that I kind of stopped using. That's also running WordPress and I have. Which site was that? Uh, it's reviews.nerdlings.net. Oh, okay. Um, I I don't oh, no, I do know what that one is. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I know where that is. Uh, and I mean. So. Uh, and so. your newsletter is Substack. I know that it is. I don't host that one myself. So, yeah, that's Substack, Substack is so easy to use. I mean, the the newsletter that we occasionally send out for this podcast is Substack, and it's it's incredibly user friendly. It is, and I, you know they do have the option to have paid newsletters, and I know like uh, Phil Platt, the bad astronomer, a bad astronomer. That's what he calls himself. I'm not saying he's like a not good astronomer. <laughs> um, he has a, a paid version of his newsletter and you know, it, it makes for a nice monetization platform, but even if you just are doing a newsletter and you just want to host it, it's, it's their free stuff is pretty nice. I like that. They also yeah, do podcasting cool. stuff. I don't know if you've looked at that. I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I've clicked around and, and read the, it looks like a pretty a nice way to start up something, especially if you started with a newsletter and then want to launch a podcast. Yeah. It seems like a pretty easy to use. 
kind of yeah. thing. Let's see what else. The it, store. What is that? Is that WordPress? That's Shopify. No, that's I pay for Shopify. Why wouldn't you use Shopify? Yeah. All right. See, you know how to use everything. Yeah. Shopify is expensive, though. I mean, I should be using, what? what is it, WordPress and WooCommerce or something? But I think that costs no. money, too. No, I don't even know. Everything no, costs no. money. Except Hugo. <laughs> I think we've already talked in the past about the tools you use to do your comic, but maybe. It's switched on and off. Yeah. Uh, right now, I, I use a full up Adobe Photoshop. I mean, just I have the cloud subscription. Uh, I use educational discount, which you're allowed to use for commercial purposes, which I looked up to make sure before I started like making a comic, which I actually don't make money from. But uh, you can if you have a college email address, you can get um, the full Adobe suite for 30 bucks a month instead of 50 bucks a month. And you're allowed to use it for commercial purposes still. So, um, yeah. You don't even need a code. But anyway, I use Adobe Photoshop to draw my comic. I tried to use, uh, what is it, Clip Studio Paint. That's like what most uh, web comics use. Uh, Clip Studio Paint is the de facto standard for uh, drawing professionals. And I don't think I'm professional enough because it does so much that it makes my brain hurt. And I just can't figure out how to do simple stuff with it. So. Yeah. Have you have you played anymore with Adobe Character Animator? No, not anymore. I haven't had time, and but that's yeah. actually probably the reason I'm going to keep using the Adobe stuff because Character Animator was so easy to use. I mean, it uses your webcam. Like you have to string up a puppet. They call it. So like I drew blue, and like you just uh, like attach like like bones to like legs and stuff and he doesn't have arms so that made that easier um, <laughs> and you know i had to draw a bunch of layers like his eyes are in multiple layers where a pupil is one layer you know the eye is another layer all that sort of a thing but once it's uh and it took me a couple hours but then you you look at your webcam and as you talk he like his mouth and like gestures and head moves and stuff so it's really easy to actually make the the video do stuff It'll yeah. sync right up with voice. And even if you're not using the webcam for motions, uh, you can use a recorded audio and it will uh, lip sync up so that, you know, the mouth part, oh, which is yeah, the yeah. most difficult part, you know, it will sync up after the fact. So, yeah, it's pretty slick. I played with it a little bit. It, it was pretty cool. Someday on my to-do list, or, you know, for some spare time that I get someday, is to make a like an animated trailer for this podcast. A little animated doc. And animated. Oh, yeah. You could, like, go to... Little... I mean, you could go to Fiverr or whatever and have somebody draw characters for you. And, you know, as long as yeah, you're willing to go could. through and make the puppet. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you know, somebody who draws caricatures, I think that would be hilarious. Yeah, no, I bet eventually that's definitely happening. Eventually being yeah. I don't know when, but, yeah. I'm definitely, it just seems like. If I was a real artist, I would draw caricatures of you, but I am not. That's why my characters are square with no arms. We could, <laughs> we could just be square and different colors. Yeah. What color do you want to be? Shape. That's the only, yeah. the only option. What color do you want to be? <laughs> oh, too funny. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, that's kind of honestly, okay. So that's kind of where I'm going with, with all of this seemingly unrelated, um, conversation, but I swear I have a point <laughs> and that is, so. So we started this conversation with it's really easy, you know, with the, there are certain tools now to, to just really easily create a web presence, but that's only the beginning of the battle, right? The, the rest is you've got to have something to put there or else you might as well just have a one page static site. With yes. Your name and your bio and a link to LinkedIn or whatever it is that you do. 
Um, so, so yeah. So where I'm going with this is how, how, are, how do you do this? I bet I'm not the only person. I bet a lot of people out there, even who listen to us and have talk, heard you speak to us before are wondering how, how do you, how are you doing all this? How much content do you produce? I mean, I know that it comes not so as, naturally to you. Not as much as I'd like. And it, this is funny. Maybe I talked about this on, on this podcast, maybe not, but once I got Patreon supporters, it was more difficult for me to create content because I felt like it had to be worthy. I felt like I, you know, my mm-hmm. perfectionist beast or whatever reared its ugly head. And like, okay, people are paying for me to create content. They deserve the absolute best. And so then I never get started because it's never going to be good enough. Right. You have like stage fright, performance anxiety, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 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 And that's, oh, I, I get it. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm so right there with you most of the time. That's why Except 90 you. Days of Mayhem was born because I, I have to do a video every day. So I can't. I can't worry too much about, you know, oh, is it going to be perfect? Is it going to be everything everyone's always expected? And so forcing myself to do it is is how I'm doing that. But uh, how do I do everything else? I, I don't have a good answer for that. And I think that's something that plagues you know, creative folks, you know, artsy fartsy folks, whatever you want to call us. Um, uh, for example, I spent far too long creating the website 90daysofmayhem.com. <laughs> <You're not laughs> I could have been content. actually making content yep, for it. I, yeah. Yep. Um, you know, know, I've spent more time down my to-do list and not quite ticking it off. Yeah. I mean, my Uh, to-do, okay. Next to me, I have all this awesome calendaring whiteboard stuff. And I spent a couple days researching which ones to buy and hang up and have they helped at all? No, of course not. But I spent days getting ready to be more organized. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I actually do spend a fair amount on organizational tools as well. (sighs) It actually does help in my case. But uh, yeah, I feel I feel I feel your pain on that one. It's it's tough, you know, it's um, and uh, so here's a question, actually. So you were talking about creating a, a new video every day. This is not the first time you have done this. Way back, remember back when we were young? Uh, <laughs> yeah, when we first met, when we were still young and full of energy, and and yeah, um, you produced a video every day for Linux Journal about what ten years ago? Was it every day? I don't, I don't remember how, how often I did it. Ago. It was all. It yeah, was often. Remember, it was called the Tech Tip of the Day. Oh, okay. You did so much content, and it was excellent. Did you not? Did you not have? I mean, we. Not to scare you, you know, after the fact. That was a lot of that was a lot of traffic. You were getting a lot of eyeballs on that stuff back in the good old days. Yeah, we got a ton. Yeah, and well, I mean, YouTube was feel the spotlight. Uh, I mean, YouTube was us and like the vlog brothers, and that was about all the people that were <laughs> that were there. Um, no, I, I don't. So the only the only thing the pressure bothers me about is, like I said, if if people are investing, I feel like I owe them uh, something worthwhile, and so I have to get out of my head a little bit, but. I, I'm I'm kind of a camera slash mic whore. I really like to be. <laughs> I really like to be on camera you and have microphone. Such a nice microphone. You sound so good. That's Speaking really that's the secret. To, you just have to I buy a nice a disclaimer about how crappy I sound today. Apologies for that. I'm, well, you are remote. My nice microphone. Yeah. I'm remote. Yes, I, I too am traveling and, and having a life ish. But <laughs> it doesn't sound bad yeah, though. I to be honest, know. I mean. Yeah, you know, okay. nobody will nobody will know that we tried like two or three different mics beforehand, right? <laughs> but but it, it sounds pretty yeah. good. No, so yeah, well, cool. Uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, it's I understand where you're coming from about pressure. I'm having a really hard time creating content right mm. now, like right just just right now, and I'm is 
part of my job. <laughs> and, uh, but it's not, I, I feel like su- suddenly, just because when you're starting a new thing, when you're starting a new job, a new project, a new website, a new 90daysofmayhem.com, I, I feel like inevitably you're going to have some anxiety about this, the, is your content going to be up to snuff? Is it going to, you know, is it going to fit the bill? Is it, you know, are people going to realize, oh my God, she's an imposter. It's true. She doesn't know anything. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I, yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from. It is, it is a, it's a tough thing. And so, yeah, it's, that, that's probably why I'm, you know, I'm asking you these questions because it's, if that happens, it's tough I, to force yourself into this mode yeah. of 90 days of every day, yeah. you know, creating every day. If you think people are, are discovering that you're an imposter, like we all are, um, I highly recommend dyeing your hair green because that's all people see and that's all they'll focus on. Mm. So, you know, just distract them. Good idea. <laughs> I should probably do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe not green. Maybe like, uh, I don't know what color I could pull off. Fire engine red. I don't know. See, I thought um, about pink because pink is kind of my thing, right? I wear pink hats. I, I, yeah, like, I like pink. pink. But I'm so pale that if I wear pink, I just look like a like an anemic clown. It's just not great. Yeah, so. like a bottle of Pepto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not great. It's not good luck. So. I have the same. I'm already pink enough. Like I can't have pink hair because <laughs> my face is pink. Um, yeah. Oh, anyway, on that note, to content creation, you do have to decide, right? Like uh, I haven't done a review on my review site in a very long time. Uh, my comic has suffered ever since COVID when I now sleep like an extra four hours every day. And I hope that ends someday soon. Um, but I, you know, you, you do have to decide and I think it's easy to overcommit. Uh, so you have to be able to, uh, I, I hate to say prioritize because that makes it sound like I, I have any semblance of how to prioritize things. I just mean that uh, if you have a bunch of different outlets, what you're most excited something. About. Yeah. Cause I, I don't know that my prioritization is a healthy <laughs> one. It's just like <laughs> what squirrel is the most interesting that I can follow at any given moment. Um, it, it, it's good for me to be able to do different things too, though. Like, uh, if I'm, if I feel burned out about videos, well, for the next 90 days, I'm screwed, but, uh, I can, you know, <laughs> write a blog post or I can draw a comic. So it's nice to have not just one thing to do which now makes this whole 90 days thing just sounds like a stupid idea. (laughs) Yep. I I totally agree. That it's a stupid idea. Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. (laughs) Having lots of different, different uh, outlets for your uh, creative energy. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you're just not feeling like talking into a microphone to record a podcast. But you are today. I'm gonna say that I don't, that doesn't really ever happen (laughs) to me. I'm always willing to talk into a microphone. I I could. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, even have to be plugged it. in. It's like when you give your sibling a, a game controller that's not plugged in. Just give me a microphone. I'll talk into it. 